During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Welcome back to Starting With a Mouse podcast. I'm Kathy. I'm John, and we are finally back. <laughs> In a different state now, yeah, permanently. Yeah. Uh, it probably sounds a little bit different. I think there might be an echo in here. We're working on getting our rooms adjusted, so we do apologize yeah. if there's an echo. Our new place kind of has some high ceilings very, and uh, very, high ceilings. very echoey, so we do apologize if you can hear that. I think it's just me, but mm. you know. No, I me. can hear it. I can okay. definitely hear it, yeah. Okay. Um. But we're back, finally. Yeah. We are all situated in the sunshine state now. Yeah. We are in our beautiful new home. Mm-hmm. It's been a rough, uh, what, yeah. two, two weeks, weeks since yeah. we last recorded? Yeah, I think it's been, it might have even been three. Um, I don't I don't remember the last time we recorded, to be perfectly honest. I think it was honest. right before we left. Um, but yeah, uh, we are down here in Davenport, Florida now. Yes. So, um, we are all situated. Um we have quite a few things, um, I guess, to more or less talk about. Yeah, we kind of, well, first, we kind of just want to give an update. Um, we are obviously now residents of Florida, um, no longer in the north, so we will be bringing you a lot more Disney content, mm-hmm. um, reviews, <laughs> food reviews. Um, we're going to be at the parks hopefully soon. I'm not really sure. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I think that's going to kind of be voided with the fact that, well, you know, that we're going I to just, that later. Yeah, I just said we'll talk about that in a second. Um, just everything. We're going to be going to um, the Disney store. We'll be we'll definitely be going to Disney Springs quite a few times a week. We've I think we've already been there like four or five times yeah. in the last like week and a half. So, yeah, we'll definitely be uh, bringing I've seen you. the same three Caballero shirt that I want every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just to like a little bit, I know we did kind of a life update the last episode, but just a little bit more of an update. We are in Florida now, like we had said. Um, we are SeaWorld annual pass holders. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about that the last time. Uh, we have been to SeaWorld four times. Yeah, something like that. We've been to SeaWorld four times and Aquatica once in the last seven, week. eight days. Yeah, last week. So it's been like five times in the last week that we've been to a SeaWorld uh, park, I guess. Run facility. And we will be going to uh, Bush Gardens on Saturday. Which so. is another SeaWorld run facility. Yeah. <laughs> so we are definitely getting the most out of our uh, SeaWorld annual passes there. So Yeah, I mean, if, um, you're, if you're just now moving down to the Florida area and you're looking for an amusement park to go to that's on the cheaper end, I highly recommend SeaWorld. So. Yeah. Um, we're possibly looking into getting Universal... In the very near future, hopefully. Uh, yeah, it, it just could, depends. It, it could be within the next, you know, c- 
couple months or month or six months. I don't I don't really know. Uh, but I guess that brings us on the topic of Disney. Um, Disney's kind of just grinding my gears a lot recently. I It sucks because we are 17 minutes away from the parks. So we have driven through and been able to see the castle and been able to see Epcot and the Tower of Terror and... You know, Galaxy's Edge and everything Everest else. Today, when I was driving around, really, uh-huh. I don't know. I haven't looked for it yet. But seeing all these things being visible, it's it's a tease for us now because it's like they are so close to us now, and we just want to go, go, go. But at the same time, we want to be annual pass holders. We don't want to waste our money on day to day tickets, um, and especially since Disney didn't drop the ticket price at all for a single day. Right. I don't really want to spend, you know, almost $300 for two people to go to Magic Kingdom for one day when that's like a pretty big dent in an annual pass for John and I. But then that brings us to the fact that Disney is not selling annual passes right now. Yeah, they've ceased uh, ceased all annual passes. Right. Um, So we can't buy annual passes now. But even if we could buy annual passes, they are blocking out the rest of July for annual pass holders. Yeah, they've locked, so. out, they've locked out the rest of the month for annual pass holders. Um, also, the weird thing about it that I guess is grinding more people's gear than, than anything else is the fact that if you buy like a single day ticket, you can um, you can still go like the next day. Like if we would have bought tickets on Friday night, we mm-hmm. could have went on Saturday morning. But if you're a pass holder, they completely blocked you out from... July. Yeah, I saw a lot of pass holders. I follow a lot of pass holders on um, Instagram and like influencers. And a lot of the pass holders were like, um, I'm not even going to be able to go to Disney World being a pass holder until like mid-August. How? I'm going to be at like a little rant corner real quick because I get that you're getting more profit out of day-to-day tickets. You are because you save money when you have annual pass holders. You know that. You, you know, if if you buy annual passes and for the two of us, I believe it's like twenty six hundred dollars being out of state residents. You go what, uh, thirteen times? Was it like yeah, like thirteen times or ten times? You've made up for your annual pass, and ten times I could foresee us doing that easily in a month, yeah. if not more. Yeah. So I get that, but you are like annual pass holders are the ones that are continuously going. They're continuously buying, you know, merch or, or, um, you know, reinstating their annual passes or, um, buying food every time that they go. The families that are taking a week's vacation might only go once every five years. So how are you justifying blocking out all the annual pass holders. They're waiting just as long as anybody else's. And I get a lot of annual pass holders live in Florida and have the convenience of Disney being right there. Then don't charge them if you're going to block out their yeah, dates. Exactly. Like that does not make sense to me, Disney. What are you doing? I, I guess I just don't understand um, because there's a lot of like international people that usually come in for Disney and I know a lot of international flights are suspended right now. That I'm pretty sure all of them. Yeah. I don't think it's that's a thing right now. I don't know if that's a thing right now or not, but I know a lot of them are being suspended. And it just doesn't make much sense to me, I guess. Um, a lot of the things that are going on to, right now with me just don't make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, so, I mean, for that reason, I don't know that we'll be 
getting our annual passes anytime soon. You know, we really wanted, my thing was if I'm moving to Florida, I have to have an annual pass as soon as I get down there. I I don't know that that's the case anymore, you know. They Um, just, they've, I think Disney has handled this pretty, pretty badly. In that sense, yes. I think they have been the most smart with their reopening, though, um, as far as, you know, the cleanliness and the sanitization that I've seen thus far, because they did just open up, what, three days ago yeah, uh, to the public. So what I've seen is that they're doing everything right. It's just the whole ticket sales and blockout dates and everything else. I, I don't understand. And what really, I guess, irks me is the fact that you know, if you are the highest tier of an annual pass holder, which that's what John and I was, that's what we we're going to do. We, we don't want to have blockout dates. We don't want to have, you know, um, I know like the lowest tier, you, you're basically blocked out the entire month of July. You can't go at all in July. I could understand if that was the lowest tier, but these are for all of the tiers that they're blocking out annual pass holders. That's not just that lowest tier. So I don't know. I expect a lot of Disney Springs stuff. Yeah, a lot of Disney Springs stuff. Um, Definitely dining reviews, though, because we still can go to resorts and do that, and that's awesome, and I'm really excited about that. Actually, we do have a reservation Saturday for... Sunday. Oh, Sunday for Topolino's Terrace Mm -hmm. for breakfast. The only character uh, meet and greet right now. Yeah. So we'll be going there bright and early Sunday morning. It's a socially distanced... Um, character breakfast, though. Um, so basically, they will not come. They'll come to your table, but at an acceptable distance. They'll kind of get like selfies with you, but like six feet away from yeah. you. And I've seen those selfies. It looks just as magical, folks. Like it doesn't look like they're construed, like they're fiddling with the, the magic at all. It, it looks like a lot of fun. And I saw a lot of people go and say that it was better a better experience than even going to the Magic Kingdom. So. I know we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, um, that's why I wanted to get that because I want to see what it's like, kind of. And we also want to go see the Riviera Resort as well. We haven't been able to uh, see that one yet. The last time we were here, they had just opened the Riviera. Oh yeah. And now we're going to be able to go inside and kind of see what the hotel's like. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Also, I didn't. Uh, I was. I wanted to mention this to you today, but I didn't. I just now remembered. Um, we were concerned that we may have to pay parking for. The Riviera Resort for Sunday? Idea. And I know we can't do it Sunday because it's going to be 7.35 in the morning, so buses aren't running that early. (laughs) But if you have a reservation, park at Disney Springs for free, take a bus to the resort that you're having dinner at. Boom. Free. And you get to resort hop, too, for free. Yeah. Um, But no, so John and I, uh, we have been to Disney Springs quite a few times. We've been to Universal City Walk a couple times now, too. Um, we've been to SeaWorld so many times, so many times. Um, but what were you going to say? Um, after like kind of doing Universal City Walk and Disney Springs, I really think Universal City Walk is not all it's cracked up to be. It's really not. Um, It's really small. Like I, I used to think it was so much fun to go there. I mean, it is, you know, you get exercise and. Margaritaville's there, so of course yeah. you have to go there. But it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's really not. Disney Springs is, it seems like it's almost like three times the size of Universal City Walk. Yeah, there's a lot more walking to um, Disney Springs to make like an entire loop than I feel like with um, with the Universal City Walk. Um, 
Also, for those of you that may be wondering, you know, how's the park situation when you go to SeaWorld? <laughs> I want to talk about that. Um, oof. So, John and I went for the first time with my family because my family had brought us down and helped us get situated and everything else. Yeah, so that was kind of like our thank you was taking them to SeaWorld for the day. Yeah. So, that was last Sunday, a week ago from yesterday, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> people were very rude. Um, and I don't mean um, workers at all. The workers are abiding by the rules. the rules and doing everything that they can to keep the place sanitary. And I actually do feel very safe there. Um, they they wipe down the rides every two hours, uh, the ones that are working. But we'll, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, oh, I do. I just I feel very safe. They have a lot of um, hand sanitizer. Yeah, areas yeah. Uh, they don't have any like hand washing areas which i thought was weird but they do have those i mean if you're worried about hand washing they have a lot of bathrooms oh yeah you yeah go do that into. they have the sanitation um station so that's good um they have the social distancing markers and everything else which those are not used properly but that's going to be told here in a second again um <laughs> but yeah um do you just want to go ahead and get into it? Yeah. Um, so this was our first interaction. Like literally we had just walked into the park, just got off a roller coaster and there was a family that was playing one of the games and they had like these three people that kind of look like, um, what's the character that you said that they look like from Disney from up? Oh, uh, Russell from up. Yeah. They look like Russell from up. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, employees of yeah. SeaWorld. They have like little like bright fluorescent shirts with backpacks on and like flags. flags. And they're they're really fun. Yeah, like, they're, they're like they're they are the ones that are enforcing the mask in right. SeaWorld. Right. Um. So we're just standing there. I think Kathy was in the restroom. We were waiting for you to come out. Mm -hmm. And there was a family and the guy, very nice. They are super duper nice. Mm -hmm came up and was like, please, you know, pull your face mask up because they all had it on their chin. Yeah, you, they have to be covering both your mouth and your nose. They will not accept it if you're just, it's just on your mouth. It has yeah. to be over your nose as well. So this family pulled up their mask and as the cast, I guess the, they call them ambassadors. Ambassadors, yeah. Um, he said, why don't you say it to my face? Mm -hmm. And as the cast member walked away, or the ambassador walked away, the there was like a manager walking behind them and she said excuse me what mm -hmm. did you say and that guy shut up after that yeah. and I, I these ambassadors cast members employees at universal you know they're not trying sea world. To, huh sea world you I said was, universal i was using i don't know what they call them at universal oh, okay um they're not trying to ruin your day. They're not trying to upset you. They're, they're just doing their job. They're trying to keep their job, folks. You have to remember that, you know, they've been out of work for how many months now? We're, we're approaching five months of this yeah. COVID. And they just want to keep the parks open and safe so that they can have a job. Well, and like the biggest thing was we had this encounter again last night with me and Kathy. Um, I had been wearing the neck gator. Yes. I wore it twice to Disney Springs mm -hmm. uh, beforehand. And was never told no mm -hmm. or anything else. So I said, all right, well, I'm just going to wear it again. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, we had heard that Disney did not like the neck gaiters. Well, Disney, like the parks are enforcing no neck gaiters yeah. at all. 
So we turned the corner to go to the temperature screening before you go into Disney Springs. And there was a very enthusiastic girl, mm-hmm. like, waving at us. And we just thought she was being nice was and like, waving. like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> and then the cast member came up to me and was like, oh, we do apologize, sir. We have changed our policy and we're no longer allowing the neck gators. Yeah, they're mimicking the parks yeah. so that they're kind of uniform across the board. Yeah. So I walked in and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, we came here a couple of days ago. I apologize. And it was loud. So I went over, grabbed the disposable mask that they, they gave me. Yeah, they provide it to you. They kind of, like, make you read almost like a waiver, I guess. Yeah. John kind of just like looked at it. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, they hand you the disposable yeah, mask. They, yeah. Um, so if a cast member or an ambassador or employee, whatever universal calls their people, um, be nice. Yeah. Just be nice. You don't have to be rude to them. No. It's their job. You know, they're not, they may not like the mask enforcement themselves, but you know, it's their job. They have to do what they have to do. Um, don't be a jerk about it, and I will totally comply. Mm-hmm. Now, we've had an experience with an ambassador at SeaWorld where we were sitting in the Shamu Stadium, or the Orca Stadium. The Orca, yeah. And he was a jerk about it. Yeah. Well, to put it into perspective, um, when you go into the viewing areas of, like, the dolphin shows or the Orca shows or the Sea Lion, you are in a stadium-style arena. So they have social distanced all of the seats. So every other seat, every other row is blocked off, blocked off so that you are within the social distance area, whatever. We had walked into the Orca encounter. There was a monsoon outside. I mean, if you live in Florida, if you ran into the stadium just to get out of the rain, if you've been in Florida in the rainy season, if you live in Florida, you know what I'm talking about. It, it monsoons sometimes, and this was said time. I mean, there was lightning. It was coming down it was, sideways. The lightning it was, was crazy. It was bad. It was really bad. So we were sitting up there, and we didn't have food or drinks. So if you have food or drinks in the parks, you are allowed to have your mask down. Now, people are abusing this, just FYI. They're literally carrying around a water bottle and thinking that that means that they can not wear their mask, which no, 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 no. That's not how it works. You have to have a drink in your mouth or food in your mouth. That's neither here nor there, though. (laughs) Well, while while we were in the Orca Encounter Stadium area, um, everyone basically had their mask off. Well, yeah, because we had, I mean, our masks were soaked. Yeah. Um, We were just trying to take a breather and we couldn't take a breather in the social distance area. Uh, the relaxation zones because they were too far. And it, again, it was monsooning. It wasn't safe to go out in the Florida rain. And he kind of just looked up at, at us and like flicked his hand up to like, you know, put our mask up. And I, I looked around. I was like, there are ambassadors here with their masks off. So how can you justify, you know, yelling at me for having my mask off for 15 seconds just to, 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 to catch a breath and to, you know, just I readjust myself when there's an ambassador two rows down from me that has had his offer the last 15 minutes. I don't know. That was frustrating. Yeah, that was the only like bad um, instance I think we've had, like with an ambassador, cast member, whatever. Um, so, I mean, we've gone to the park seven times. We've gone to Di- or SeaWorld five or six times. Yeah. And been to Disney Springs several yeah. times. Um. And then for those of you that are asking, how was it at a water park? Because we went to a water park. Well, first, 
I'm, I'm sure people want to know how is it at a park with a mask on. Yeah. Which, again, we've only been to SeaWorld, but we did go for a majority of the day, some of those days. We've been there five or six hours usually. Yeah. It's not bad. No. It's really not. You get used to it. And yeah, people are going to be like, oh, the Florida heat. It's not that You bad. get used to it. I mean. I really don't have a problem. No, it. It, it's not hard. It's really not. You can take a break. You know, for me, um, when I go into the bathroom, if, you know, I have to use the facilities, I pull my mask down over my chin to take a breather there. There's relaxation zones. Go in there for a couple minutes. And of course, if you have a drink or you're eating, you're taking a break then. I think you have ample amount of time to take breaks. Yeah. It's not, it's not hard. I promise you. And a lot of kids, they're, they're abiding by it too. Like I don't see kids fiddling with their masks for the most part. I've seen. Yeah. I'd say about like 80% aren't, but there's a, there are some that are. Well, obviously there's, there's some adults that don't have them on either, but for the majority, I mean, everybody is abiding by it. Yeah. I'd say most of the people here in Florida, which it, it blows my mind. Well, yeah, that because it's like the epicenter, and everyone's wearing a mask. You, I, I was just watching TikTok earlier before we did this, and you know those like silly TikToks that are like, "Oh, well, at least we're not that guy." Yeah, I just saw that one. Did too. you? Where they're yeah. wearing masks, and they're like, "Well, at least we're not them," and it's like Florida just like partying, and I'm like, I don't know what everybody is thinking about Florida or seeing from Florida. Maybe it's just because of the area that we're in, and it's like a touristy area. Every person I have encountered, not every, I can't say every. I'd say about 85%. 85 to 90% of people have their masks on. Mm-hmm. There are more people down here that have their masks on than there were up north. I yeah. promise you that. There was a lot more down here than there was up north. Yes. Um, everybody is abiding by the rules down here. Yep. And I just don't understand. Maybe it's the lower part of the state, like I don't Miami know. and that, but I don't, I don't see it here. I don't either. I, I don't know. Um, and then you were going to talk about the water park. I was a little bit scared at the water park yesterday. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't because, yes, obviously, at a water park, you cannot wear your mask. No. I mean, you can. You you can, actually. But you can wear... A lot of the slides, you cannot. You can wear your mask around the park, but if you are going on a slide and it says face masks are not permitted, you would have to hold the mask in your hand as you go down the water slide. Which is a terrible idea. I mean, it's going to be soaked. So, I mean, you can, but, you know, there's repercussions for it. Yeah. Um, So we did that. Um, I actually wasn't too, too afraid uh, being at Aquatica um, because mostly chlorine kills everything. So I wasn't worried about it in the water or anything like that. I mean, I didn't really see too many people actually wearing the mask around the park. No, maybe like 5% of people are wearing yeah, them. Everybody else was just kind of free for all. But I it. think that kind of, that's what worries me is that there are so many people without masks on that I haven't seen exposure like that since this whole thing started. And that's what worries me. And the fact that we were in several lines and people were right behind us. Yeah, It's to the, I'm to the point where I am going to start voicing my opinion. Like I do not feel comfortable with you standing that close to me. Can you please back up? Because if you're not comfortable, you have to make it known. You know what I mean? And, and it wasn't even just at Aquatica there, there were several families at SeaWorld that were doing it as well. And I'm like, I just don't feel comfortable. You being right up on me. Like there are markings for a reason. 
Yeah, we're going to do a um, like full-on review of Aquatica because yeah. I figure you guys would enjoy hearing our thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, but I just want to say I really enjoyed Aquatica. I did too. Um, Sorry. Kathy didn't mm. want to do the dropout slide, but I did, nope. I did the uh, thing that she's always asked me to do on that, which is her from her favorite movie. Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, except for it was at a SeaWorld Park. You're going to have to Sorry. redo that at like Blizzard <laughs> Beach or Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> I know, but I did it there. So yeah. I had a lot of fun at Aquatica. Uh, we didn't stay very long because it got super duper hot, like around one o'clock. Well, and we had been running for a week and a half. Yeah. So yeah. We kind of just crashed mm-hmm. on Sunday afternoon. And then we went to Disney Springs again. Last night. Yeah. That's just our go-to. It's like... You just want to go out and like not spend money and just sit around. Yeah, it's I mean we Disney spent sp- we spent nine dollars last night. I got a churro. You got a dole whip. whip. And we, just, we went to Dockside Margaritas, which has a really nice seating area. Mm-hmm. If you're there um, at nighttime at Disney Springs, mm-hmm. highly recommended. Um, and just relaxed. Yeah, we went into uh, World of Disney. We tried to go into Uniglow because. I have been itching to go there. Like, that is one of my favorites. We went there once when we on our honeymoon, so. Well, I've been there several I know, times. I, 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 I know, I was just saying. I, I've been itching to go there, and it's one of my more favorite uh, shops at Disney Springs. And it was closed the last couple times we were there. And then last night, John's like, um, babe, Uniqlo is open. And I was like, <gasps> so I went and I like beeline for it. And there was a line outside. And I'm like, all right, well, let's just come back a little bit later and see if it's open. And uh, as we were going back, they were, like, closing their doors. I was so upset, but I'm planning on going back soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be going back to Disney Springs soon. Um, so do we want to kind of um, – so we were going to discuss the uh, menus for the new Food and Wine Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like when we do that, it can get very boring and very mm-hmm. dry. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to take screenshots. Mm-hmm. Of the menu, and we're going to post them along with today's episode. Yeah. So you guys can kind of read them at your leisure, figure out what you like, what you don't like. I think next week we might do a highlights of what we are hoping we might get to try because we're still looking at we'll maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Well, we'll see because we are hoping to possibly, if we go anywhere, the thing about it is, is that I want to go to Epcot so bad, but I also want to see the castle. But I want to go to Epcot so bad because it's food and wine officially as of like Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if we do go and do, and I hate saying this, but if we do go to any park, it might just be Epcot <laughs> strictly for that reason. Um, I did get to talk to a cast member today. Uh, he works on Toy Story Mania. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool to kind of interact with a cast member a little bit uh, during one of my Lyft rides today. So, um, But... The next few weeks, we'll be doing um, reviews, a lot of food reviews. So I'm sorry if you're going to get bogged down by them, but we have quite a few right yeah, now. And I'm going to start working on the big episode that I had been talking about for a few weeks. So Yeah. Um, so today, we're just going to talk about one of those food reviews. We didn't want to have the whole episode for it because it wasn't just me and John. It was me, John, and five of my family members. Yeah. So it was like a lot of people and uh, it was kind of stressful, but we did want to talk about where we went. Um, one of the first nights we actually were here, right? Yeah. I think it was like the third or fourth night we were here. I think um, it was Saturday, Friday or Saturday night we went. Um, we went to um, Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, yeah. which we have heard nothing but amazing things about. Yeah. If you know me, you know that I love Tim Tracker and he 
has talked about this place and one specific dish that he has gotten that he absolutely loves. And I made sure I got it. I'll talk about that in a second. But let's just say we were not disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the funniest thing about the whole situation was, is me and Kathy usually base our, how long, like the wait is, mm-hmm. is are we going to stay? Yeah. Um, so we went up and we had tables to seven. seven. There were yeah. seven of us. And I, we asked, she said an hour and 15 minutes. And we were like, uh, uh, yeah, we were, we were starving. Yeah. So we were like, this. Yeah, we were like, okay, well, we're not going to wait. We'll just like go to chicken guy or something where yeah. we know that it's going to be like a quick service. Then we found out that some of the quick services you can only do mobile order. Mobile order. So you can't like sit down and it's yeah. like, we wanted to have like a nice meal with my family while they were here. So we decided, uh, against going quick service and me and her brother walked back to chef arts homecoming. And we said, how long for a table? Seven. She said, where's the rest of your seat? Where's the rest of your people? I said, they're just right around the corner. Yeah. She's like, now. I'm like, I literally called Kathy. I'm like, uh, get your butt over here. Get now. over here. <laughs> I don't know how you go from an hour and 15 to five minute wait <laughs> in the matter five of minutes. five minutes, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we went over there. Uh, we actually did get to sit outside. It was a beautiful night. It was gorgeous. like 80 degrees. It was beautiful. And can I just cut in here real quick and say i don't know who says that florida heat is unbearable in the summer it's not that bad it's not that bad i mean Uh, we haven't it's rained every day (laughs) but you know from the part of july that we've experienced it's not that bad once it rains mm -hmm. you can go outside yeah it was actually hotter up where we used to live than it was down here yeah the week that your family was here yeah because like each day it rained for like what maybe an hour Mm -hmm. and And it just breaks the humidity I don't know. It's 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 very it's very bearable. I promise. Um, so we went there. Um, we didn't get any like specialty drinks or anything no, like that. Not yet. Um, I think my dad got like a strawberry lemonade thing. Yeah. It was not very good. I think they just made it for him on the fly. It's like not on the menu. He just wanted like a spritzer. It left a bad aftertaste in my mouth. Would not recommend that. <laughs> that was my only only complaint. Only complaint about homecoming. Um, and then we did order the bunch of puppies as an appetizer. That was so stinking good. <laughs> These are house made hush puppies served with pimento cheese and red jalapeno jelly. Oh, the jelly! That <laughs> jelly. I've never had like a spicy jelly before. It wasn't spicy though. It wasn't spicy, but it had like. Like the flavor of heat, I guess it wasn't. Yeah, like, it yeah, was, because yeah. I could eat it. Yeah. I, I even ate it like without the hush puppy. <laughs> like I was just licking it, and I loved it. And I, if you know me, you know that I do not like heat. I that, hate heat. those. Okay, so hush puppies are something that you don't really find unless it's like a southern restaurant. Um, unless you're at Long John Silver's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but my family used to go to Myrtle Beach all the time when I was a kid, and there was this place called the Outrigger. Um, long story short, it was the best hush puppies I ever had. Mm-hmm. Chef Art Smith's completely smoked this. Like, it <laughs> wasn't even close. It wasn't even a contest anymore. I don't even know what was in the hush puppies. They were almost like a cornbread, yeah. like, consistency. It looked like cornbread, yeah. And it was like, it was a yellow mixture, and then it had stuff in it. It almost looked like peppers or something. I don't know. It just, it literally just says house-made hush puppies. But these were fantastic. I don't even know. I don't have any other words. Like, the best part for me at the end was like nobody was taking the last one because like everyone was like, "Do I timid?" Do it? Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it." My brother, I was like, "You want to split it?" 
Um, I think this came with seven or no, no, ten. It came with ten. It came with ten. So they're like a dollar a hush puppy. It's ten dollars for this um, appetizer. Highly recommend it. Even, oh, don't forget, don't sleep on the pimento cheese too. Oh, that, that pimento cheese was delicious. Yeah, I liked both, but I probably would prefer the uh, red jalapeno jelly. So would I. But I really thought the pimento cheese was really good as well. Yeah. It's just that jelly. Is so it was good. a perfect mixture of like sweet and salty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, by the way, we had a waitress named Sarah. Sarah. Um, she, she is now my best friend. Yeah, she's <laughs> Kathy's best friend. Um, <laughs> highly recommend her. If you go to Art Smith's Homecoming and you can ask for a waitress, I would totally ask for Sarah. She Fantastic. Uh, yeah, she was absolutely fantastic. Talked to us and, you know, just told us everything. We even told her by the end of the meal that this beat the boathouse by like a mile. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and run through what my family ordered before we get into what John and I ordered. Um, so let me see here. My brother, which he is a very... Um, picky eater. No, he's oh. not a picky eater. He's like, I don't want to say he's timid because he's not timid. He doesn't like speak his feelings a lot, I don't think. He's very... Um, Close-minded. I, I don't. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, he got the Cuban sandwich. My brother. Okay, he's more of like a cereal kind of guy. Like he always eats yeah. cereal, and that's it. Yeah. Or like cakes, yeah, like it's little not, it's hostess not, cakes. Yeah. It's not very depth. Yeah, there's not depth. Yeah, and he ordered the Cuban sandwich. I was like, Hutch, what are you? What are you doing? <laughs> like, okay, I see you. So this is a house-smoked pork, shaved country ham, house-made pickles, yellow mustard, and Swiss cheese pressed between slices of fresh Cuban bread served with house-made barbecue chips drizzled with icebox dressing. So the icebox dressing is their, like, house-made ranch, basically. The icebox dressing. <sighs> Out of this world. like I've never had a ranch that was, like, sweet and salty. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. It was so good. My brother, his face lit up at the first bite of everything that he tasted. And he doesn't eat leftovers, and he ate leftovers. Mm -hmm. Like, that was the craziest thing to me. He absolutely loved this Cuban sandwich. Um, the chips, I had it on somebody else. Yeah, I think mine. On John's plate. Absolutely delicious. The icebox dressing was phenomenal. This Cuban looked like one of the best Cubans presented I've ever seen in my life. And my brother said it was fantastic. 10 out of 10, he would have recommended that. Yeah, the funniest thing about the chips was your dad like, was like, I don't like ranch. And then I handed him one of the chips mm -hmm. and put it on his plate. I turned like a minute later. It was gone. It was gone. Was like, <laughs> um, my sister? No, my cousin. I'm sorry. My yeah. cousin ordered the fried chicken salad. So it's crispy fried chicken over mixed greens, pecan, smoked bacon, egg, heirloom, cherry tomatoes, red onion, and cucumber tossed with icebox dressing again, cheddar biscuit croutons, and fresh herbs. Um, she really didn't have much to say about it, yeah. but the chicken, the chicken at Chef Arts chicken? is, look at all those chickens, <laughs> is to die for. I've never had such good chicken. Like, it's so crisp, but so moist. Like yeah. the thing that I've noticed with like eating like chicken, like fried chicken at other places is they don't do it well. Like they overcook it so that it becomes dry in the middle and it's crunchy on the outside. But he, I don't know what they did, but it was like the perfect amount of crunch on the outside, but it was still so moist on the inside. Yeah. And I was, hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never had, like you said, usually when you get fried chicken, it's either overcooked or mm -hmm. undercooked. Yeah. And that chicken was right where it needed to be and it was amazing fantastic 
Um, let's see here. Addy. My dad got the country fried steak, right? Mm-hmm. Um, perfectly seasoned, better battered than fried, and topped with sawmill gravy served with creamy mashed potatoes and French green beans sautéed with caramelized onions. He's not a big talker, no, so he not. really didn't talk. He did say that that was the best fried chicken that he has ever had. Um, Your s- sister got the um, two pieces of chicken, like the southern fried chicken, I think it's called, or something like that. Um, the kitchen? No. Art's famous fried chicken? Yeah, that's it. Buttermilk brine for 24 hours, then perfectly fried and served with creamy mashed potatoes, a cheddar drop biscuit, and love. Hers, she is the skinniest out of all of us, and hers was the most expensive meal. <laughs> the funniest thing about your little sister was she has this thing with like Bob Evans mashed potatoes. Bob Evans, whatever. <laughs> um, and I looked at her like midway during the meal, and I go, "How they compare?" She's like, "Shut up, John." <laughs> um, she loved it. Yeah, she seemed. It seemed like your whole family. I mean, your grandma said that they're still talking about that day. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and then my mom, did my mom just get mac and cheese? She just got mac and cheese. Uh, Kathy's mom got that, uh, the the weight loss. It's it, it's the... Um, the stomach the shrinker? The sleeve. It's the sleeve. Yeah. The yeah. gastric sleeve. So she can't really eat much. Yeah, right? so she was pretty much done with one hush puppy, but <laughs> she also had the um, mac and cheese. It's called Mama's Mac and Cheese. Now, this was my side because I actually did get an appetizer and a side um, because I knew the portion size of this place. And I was like, yeah, I, I can't eat a lot of this. That mama's mac and cheese. Whew. First of all, cavatappi noodles. You won me over with that. Those are my <laughs> favorite noodles to make mac and cheese with. I absolutely love that. It was so creamy. And then they put like cheese on the top and baked that and put scallions on top of hands down the best mac and cheese I've ever had. Hands down. No comparison. Yeah. None. Just I, none. It was really, I can't compare you, it. To you anything. tried mine, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was so cheesy. Like, and they, they had that oh. crunch on top too because yeah. they put those little like breadcrumbs or something at the top. Yep. Um, and then I will go to mine. So my like main course, I guess you could call it. It is an appetizer, which again, highly recommend this because you will not be disappointed. I ordered this solely for Tim Tracker because he has talked about this appetizer for like months. And I, this is the only thing I've wanted to try. It's the thigh high chicken biscuits. So there are three biscuits tops topped with chef arts, famous fried chicken thighs and bread and butter pickles drizzled with hot honey. My mouth's watering. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go back right now. <laughs> I don't know why it took me 28 years of life to try chicken thighs. Yeah. But the better. quality of meat and just the pairing of that cheddar drop biscuit with like the hot honey. And again, I'm not a spicy those, kind of person. And those are like, what are those pickles? Are they like cucumber? They're house-made pickles. Yeah, they're house-made pickles. Oh my gosh. I just, I can't even get over it. Dude, those were like the best, like, cause you like handed me a pickle. Mm-hmm. Those were like the best pickles ever. Yeah. And you don't typically like, like just pickles. No, I, I, I got them on my food as well. And I wanted like eight more of them. <laughs> I honestly, if you're, if you're wanting to save money or just even get a taste of chef arts, I highly recommend the thigh high chicken biscuits and yeah. the mac they and cheese. Feed two people too. Cause there's four of them. There's three there. of them. Oh, I thought there was four. Sorry. No, there's three. <laughs> I, I just shared one. So I only had two sad sorry <laughs> um but no i mean i would highly recommend them 
I don't, I hate to say this because you're going to like look at me very angrily after I say this. This has, this was, Derek just texted us and said, apparently Kathy is my best friend. Sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, this, this meal may have topped California Girl for me. It did for me. I know you also got the steak. It's a different experience. Yes, I completely get that. But if I'm talking food-wise, if I want like that, like just like to quench my hunger, I'm going Chef Arts a hundred times over. It was fantastic. Like everything about it was just fantastic. Oh, by the way, you you don't offend me by saying that. I understand what you're meaning. Okay. It's just a different experience. It's a totally different experience. Um, And then John... I will read what you got, but then you okay. can talk about it. Um, you got the fried chicken sandwich, right? Yeah. Uh, buttermilk brine for 24 hours and hand battered, dressed with hot sauce, aioli, iceberg lettuce, tomato, and bread. Tomato and bread and butter pickles served with house-made barbecue chips drizzled with the ice box dressing. Yeah. I don't say this very often. <laughs> I like chicken sandwiches. <laughs> This was better than Chick-fil-A. Oh, wow. This was better than Chick-fil-A. John never says that, yeah. ever. I was absolutely amazed by this sandwich. It was one of those types of sandwiches where you take the first bite, and then you immediately want to take a second bite. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. And I made sure there was no remnants of that sandwich by the time it was done. There was literally no remnants of anything that I ordered off that plate. <laughs> the, um, the chips, we, I know we mentioned it a few minutes ago, but that iceberg dressing or whatever it is, is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I don't even know how to like explain it or compare it to a ranch dressing that anybody has ever had because it is so unique that it doesn't compare to Hidden Valley or Marzetti's or any no. of those ranches. It is so unique. It's, a, it's, a, it's in its own category. Oh, my God. Just just go try it. <laughs> Trust us. Yeah. Um, so everything all together, we're going we're gonna to do a little rating here. Okay. Uh, obviously, we do it out of 10. Yes. And I'll let you go first. This is for ambiance everything. Do you remember what I... Rated California. I don't Girl. remember, but it, you got to realize it's a different experience. I know, I know. So different scores here. <sighs> I can't give it a true ten because if I gave it a true ten, then there's no room for anything else. I guess unless we go above ten. So I'm going to say, for me, that place is a nine point eight. I'm giving it a 9.9. Are you? I don't see anything beating it. I really don't. There has to be something that beats it, though. I mean, maybe not on Disney property. Maybe not even in Disney World. Maybe in, you know, Walt or Disneyland or, you know, when we go to Shanghai or whatever. Yeah. But for me, so far, what I've had, this has been the best meal experience-wise. Just everything. 9.8, yeah. Yeah, 9.9. And then also... The food prices aren't outrageous here either. No, so I, I don't really. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm going to disclose what we spent. Um, but you have to understand, we seven, had seven people. We had seven people. Every person basically ordered a meal. I mean, my mom did yeah. order a side, but 
the side is, I think it was like six or seven dollars for just one yeah. side. And then for me, my side and my appetizer equaled out to the price of what one meal would have cost. On top of that, we ordered an appetizer, and there was also a specialty drink that was made. And we all didn't order water. We had, you know, pops some pops and, yeah. and teas and whatnot. So without the tip, for seven people, it was like $180. Which is almost like... Eh, that's like 10-ish, $11 a person? No. No? That's like almost 20. Right, hold on, let me do math. Yeah, please do math. <laughs> Because I, I don't foresee that, you know, $180 with seven people. Okay, that's $25 a plate, $26 a plate. I'm sorry. Yeah. My mouth my my mouth sucks. Yep. My, ma- my math sucks. Sorry. Um, but no, $25 a plate, $26 a plate. I get that might be pricey for some people. But all in all, if you want good dining... And you don't want, you know, your you typical hundred dollars for two people, right? It, it's yes, just do it, just do it. Just. If it was just me and Kathy, it probably would have came out to like fifty bucks, fifty seventy five ish. I would say fifty, more or less. Maybe I don't know, but this is what I always try to base our meals on when we eat at Disney. Whether you know, well, now it's obviously us living down here, but before it was us going on vacation. Think about if you were to go, which some people do this, they eat out every single day because at some point that was John and I, we would eat out almost every single day at home. Would you rather spend a hundred dollars a week eating mediocre places or save that hundred dollars one week and go on a Saturday night to an exquisite meal that you know that you're going to get quality food out of? That's what I, that's what it boils down to for me. So I would highly recommend it. Um, if you have to save a little, you have to save a little. But, I mean, $25 a plate, I don't think is that terrible. I don't either. So, 9.8 for me. Yeah, I'm giving it a 9.9. Uh, the service was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the the ambiance of the area, um, I, I can't say enough about Chef Hart's Miss Homecoming. Yeah. Um, I don't have any news this week other than um, the fact that Hong Kong Disneyland is going to be uh, reclosing its doors as of this Wednesday, July 15th until further notice because they have seen a rise in COVID cases. Um, I, what? I just, it's okay. Obviously Florida, they're claiming it's like the epicenter of yes. the coronavirus now. Whatever. Yeah. Which I don't believe. We're in the middle of it folks. <laughs> um, I just don't know how Walt Disney world's going to continue to stay open. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I know because Governor Ron DeSantis has said that Disney World is going to stay open as long as he's, like, in charge. Well, I mean, they but can like, choose not to, though. I, I know. I just, I don't know how they can continuous. I, I don't know. Is it because that Hong Kong is its own entity? That it's not? Well, Hong Kong's also opened, or partially owned by the government. That's what I meant. Yeah. That it's it's Maybe partially its own entity. It's not Maybe. solely owned by Disney. I, I don't know. Um I, only time will tell. I mean, was it the right choice? I'm not sure because I'm, I don't know. We've talked about it before. I don't really want to get into the politics of COVID because, you know, that's not what we want for this podcast. Um, maybe it was the right for choice for them. Only time will tell. And yeah. we're just going to keep bringing you the news about it. Um, that's the only real thing that I have. Um, we are going to be uploading a video this week on our 
vlog. Um, I did get some like here and there little clips of what yeah, we've yeah. been doing. Um, but <laughs> in the midst of moving, we also lost our memory cards. So I have no memory cards. So we have been trying to yeah. rely on phones to um, record our vlogs, yeah, which kind of sucks. I don't know sucks. what happened to the memory card. Yeah, so we will be ordering a new one this weekend on Amazon. So it shouldn't take that long to get to us. But until then, um, it'll just be like little um, videos that I had recorded. We did pre-record a couple videos on the uh, memory and cards those and those are gone. So that kind of sucks, but we will try to be uh, releasing one of those this week. So, All right. I'm John. I'm Kevin. We hope to bring a little bit of those emails. And so our journey comes to an end, but yours continues on. Grab hold of your dreams and make them come true, for you are the key to unlocking your own magic. Now go, let your dreams guide you. Reach out and find your happily ever after. The battles, the stories, the losses and all the glory We're changed by the way we live every day Just look up and reach to the sky We all have the courage to fly You can fly, you can fly.